everyone. Welcome to the Miscellaneous Podcast. I am your host, Kenji. And I'm Taylor. And this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. And we always have a starter topic. And this week it is my turn. And I'm going to ask you the question of, have you ever been, like, truly angry? Not frustrated. Angry. I think a few times. Okay, when, was, when was the last time that you remember being, like, legit angry? Why did you have to ask? Now I can't remember. <laughs> um, I think... I think there was once early in my marriage that I was truly angry. Um, so that was a few years ago. I think that was the last time that I was, like, truly enraged. Um, the long and short of it was Avery not realizing he could get student loans or any Pell Grants or anything like that, had used our savings to pay for school outright. That was all of our savings. And so then suddenly, because I was the only one working at the time, I suddenly felt like I had to, like, fix this problem immediately. And I was very frustrated. And then I felt really bad because he'd gone to school for several years at that point, not knowing he could get grants. So you're like, I'm so mad that you used all that money, and then it slowly switched over to, I feel bad that you never knew. Yeah, and I told him about it, and he's like, what? What? And I was like, what do you mean, what? You didn't know about this? What? I knew about those. I just, my parents made too much money. <laughs> I could never get anything. I was average white female with average grades, not spectacular, air quote, spectacular in any way. So, I never got anything. One of my parents could have paid for a semester's college, because we made will, so fast was like, nah, we don't give you anything. Yeah. I think I got a bit, and then I got some student loans. Like, I don't think I got much grant money. I am proud to say I am debt-free, pay for college, and pay off. Yeah, I got debt. I don't have a single loan. I have a car debt. Well, we, we have a car debt, and we have every student loans. And house debt. And more a mortgage, but that's a different kind of debt. Because it's like regular debt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean, other than that, I think there was just one time in high school, and I don't even remember what happened to make me that angry. Just probably hormones and teenagers combination. I remember I wanted to be a teacher until I got halfway through junior high, and I was like, I would kill the children if I was a teacher. <laughs> Yeah, but you'd be more like our history teacher from high school. Yeah, he was cool. He was fantastic. He's my favorite. Yeah. Although, the older I got, the more I was like, I want my teacher in college because the kids in a college class are like legitimately there and want to learn from you. More so? More so. Yeah. I would say after you get onto your degree track, not your generals, your degree okay. track. Yes, I, I can agree with that. Yeah. So, for me... I can remember being frustrated a lot, but I've only ever been, like, actually angry. Like, the physical emotion of anger. Ooh, that was a bad day. I can only remember being that once. Yeah, that was a bad day. And Taylor was the only one who knew. I thought I was doing a really good job of fighting it. I was. Yeah, you I, were. Because Taylor, I was the only one. Because Taylor was literally the only person that knew. So, I was... And it really kind of... It ended up destroying a friendship that was sort of... It was a baby friendship, slowly budding. And then... That just made sure that it died forever. Died on the vine. Yeah. Because basically what happened was I was in Spanish class. I was a kid named Terrence and Elliot. 
freshman in there with me. They were, like, my Spanish classmen. <laughs> and we got along pretty good. And then Elliot started doing something, and I was like, hey, can you not? That's kind of annoying. And then, like, a dumb teenager was like, oh, that's annoying? And then continued to do it because it was annoying. Yay, teenagers. And then I was like, okay, stop, please. Stop. And he was like, no. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to get up and move over here. And that was after I'd put up with for a very long time. Because usually it takes a lot to rifle me. Yeah. Rile. Rile would be the right word. I've been up since 430. I'm going <laughs> to mess up my my language skills will be weird. And it often occurs that I will say words backwards. What do you mean backwards? Like I will put, put the words out of order. I thought you were saying like the individual word you were going to say backwards. No. And I was like. That's going to take more brain power. I will put sentences out of order. They still make sense because your brain does logicking on the language, but they are in the wrong order. (laughs) Okay, I'm looking at this. So anyways, so they done it for a long time. It was probably like a good 10 minutes. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't have to do this. So I got up and I was like, I've asked you to stop. You haven't. So like, bye now. So then I went to the other side of the room and sat down. Mm -hmm. An empty seat. And then Terrence and I were like, oh, this is so funny. They came over to where I was, um, I can't remember who sat in my lap, and that was just, like, the final straw, and I was like, if I don't leave, I'm going to stab one of them. I don't think I remember that part. You weren't in that class. No, but we talked about it. We did, but I can't remember who did it, but I was just like, I immediately got up, like, kind of shoved them off me, and left the classroom. In the middle of class? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, It wasn't too bad. Um, I left probably 15 minutes before class ended. Okay. Um, but still, I remember my Spanish teacher, as I was walking out, he looked at him and was like, what did you do? Because I mean, you're pretty chill. Because I'm a very chill person, like straight A student, had a yeah. 4.0 when I graduated. It takes a lot for me to just up and leave the middle of a class. Yeah. So he was like, what the heck did you guys do? And so basically what that showed me is that budding little friendship, I was like, you guys aren't real friends, Mm-mm. and I don't want to be your friend, because I asked you to stop something because it annoyed me, and instead of respecting that, you completely trampled all over that and showed me that you don't respect me, and would rather get a rise out of me for your own enjoyment. I actually, <clears throat> excuse me, I learned recently that a good way to determine if any kind of relationship is going to be worth your effort is to set a small boundary early on. And if that boundary is not respected, then this person is not going to respect your bigger boundaries, and they're just not worth your time. Mm-hmm. Well, and, like, it wasn't even, like, uh, I guess you could call it a boundary, because I was like, dude, that's annoying. Yeah. You're like, but please stop that. That's what made me, it wasn't like they were being idiot teenagers. I was a very calm person. I was around idiot teenagers, or whatever. It was the fact that they so disregarded, and some of your friends were like, oh, that's just a little thing. No, no, no. No, it was a boundary, and they crossed it. It was a boundary, and I don't, and nobody crosses my boundaries. No. Because usually my boundaries are very big things, and I'm very relaxed on a lot of other stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those were the only people who have ever crossed my boundary, and I was, I never really talked to them again after that. Nope. It was, uh, we were acquaintances, and I was polite. Yeah. Because I was, I was was weird. I was sort of friends with Elliot. And then, remind me, he was the really tall one with the short hair, right? Yeah, I think he went to the military? Yes, okay, we are thinking about the same one. Yeah. Oh, man. I learned that my nose was bouncy in high school, because I was in math class, and I had a friend turn around and was like, boing, and I was like, excuse me, what just happened? He's like, your (laughs) nose is bouncy, and I was like, what? (laughs) Why would you know that? (laughs) 
I don't even remember learning math in that class. Like, that's all I remember. <laughs> Core memory right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, weird. Yeah, but, but I, I, I mean, after see? that, like. See? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember, though, after that, though, I think Ellie could tell that whatever friendship you could have had with me just utterly destroyed. Yeah. Gone. Bye! Mm-hmm. And I just, I was never comfortable around him after that. Yeah, no. So I was like, you proved that you would cross the most basic boundary. Basic boundary. Mm-hmm. So why on earth would I trust you with anything ever? You wouldn't, and you didn't. Yeah, you weren't even friends after that. Nope. Well, I think that, so. This is a this is a completely different thing that happened in high school, but it showed me who my real friends were. What? Um. So it was senior year of high school. We were going on a trip somewhere. Ben yelled at me. Yeah, and I don't know why. I think I think it, I didn't you tell me later that he, he was just so overwhelmed. He didn't know why either. He said sometimes that happened. Oh, like he would just it'd build up and then he would just like launch his attack at somebody. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. And then like we were talking about it, and I later thought about it, and we were like, we weren't really friends after that because I was like, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> like, bro. But also, he never apologized for like oh. blowing up in my face. That one's hard. And it wasn't even like, a, well, gosh, if you do. Like, it was, I was, like, heartbroken. I was like, what happened? Yeah, he was a really important friendship, and then that, I just don't know and that you. He did you... the same thing to Courtney. Oh. Him and Courtney weren't friends after he blew up at her. There's probably, but also, there like, probably more going on if that was I mean, happening. there's probably a lot going along. He probably had some sort of anxiety mm-hmm. response, and that was his defense mechanism thing or whatever yeah but also it shows me that you are not safe to be around yeah. your reaction is to blow up in anger violently which made me feel unsafe which now makes me feel unsafe around you always yeah which is like sucks because he was a cool friend yeah i mean we aren't close but, but i do remember how mad all of my friends were at him they were so mad at him i remember being angry i at was him. like i remember being like oh yeah I remember we were supposed to go on a field trip, and he almost didn't go, but I was like, I'm not going to let him ruin this for me. And then I remember I called Alex, and I was like, please don't leave me. Because <laughs> I was like, Ben was like really the only friend in that class. Aww. I was like, now I can hang out with him anymore. And, and then... Um, yeah, do I, I do remember being mad. I was so shocked when you told me. I was like, what? You're like the most likable person I know. <laughs> and then because of my personality, everybody who's like acquaintances was also like, what? Did yeah. we know? Wait, who did who now? Who I did what? what? Yeah. Because I'm so chill and like nice. I mean, this sounds so like pretentious coming from my word of mouth. But no, you are. You are a very. Your level of like crazy is like maybe a two. <laughs> yeah. And John's probably seen the worst of it, but that's because I'm hungry and tired, so I behave like a toddler. <laughs> oh, I know. But. You, you forgot how long we've been friends. I know. I know. I remember, I might have told this once, but I was looking for a wallet and I was so hungry to like compete and like figure it out logically. Didn't you just burst out crying? No, I was like, hey, we can't. I was like, I wanted food. I wanted to go get something because we didn't have any food at the house. And then I was like, I can't find my wallet. We just won't go. I'll just eat something here. And then John walked in and it was sitting on the counter and I just like collapsed on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sorry you have to deal with me. Oh, <laughs> man. Like, he's like, it's okay. He was so chill about the whole thing. 
Because I just get so hangry. Like, like I actually went on my old car. I actually went and kicked the door closed and it put a little dent in it. Oh. I mean, it came out, but I still dented my car. Yikes. <laughs> but I mean, cars today, that's not very hard. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, they're built to keep you alive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man, I had a friend who almost had to total out their car because there was only one... Their, the computer in their van went out and the only one in the world, apparently, was at a different dealership. So they couldn't buy that computer to fix it. They were going to have to total out the perfectly good van. Wow. Yeah. I was like, what? Okay. So there, there's good and bad things about cars of the new age. Yeah. First of all, they don't last as long. They're not, they're not like Apple's products. They're not designed to last long. Apple products intentionally don't last long. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, they used to make cars to be like... They used to make things like this would be the only one you need. Yes. Because reputation, like, it'll never break, was very important. Mm-hmm. Now it's status, and I'm going to intentionally sabotage the software, so you have to go buy a new phone. Yeah. Well, and so, like, at least... Because My struggle with older cars is they can have, like, massive damage and be, quote-unquote, fixed to be drivable again, but they're not safe anymore. They're so not safe. So it's like you'll see, like, a car, like, a new car hit an old car, and you're like, man, the old car's made good stuff. I'm like, yeah, but, but the, the person driving that car is, like, absolutely jacked. destroyed, where the person in the destroyed car probably is fine. Mm-hmm. Because before... The car would get hit and all the forces would go to your squishy bits. And your squishy bits are not supposed to have that kind of force on them. Nope. So now, cars get hit just a little bit and it crumples because it's taking all that force and directing it away from you. Yep. Because they went smart. And just recently, they're starting to be like, oh, everyone's not an average male. I was just going to tell you, I'm so, I hate seatbelts because they are designed for average white men. Mm -hmm. Meaning 5'10", thinly built, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not built for pregnant women. They're not for, built for taller people or shorter people or whiter people. Like, everything else. Yeah. But they're starting to become aware of that. Because they're, because children, they're like, children have, like, they knew, like, children have to be a certain thing. But they're like, no, like, children, they're making, like, it older and older for children. Because they're like, they're still way too tiny. Well, car seat regulations are coming out. Um, maybe not regulations, but the car seats are getting better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, 1.0 is in a Graco extended fit car seat that goes up to 65 pounds. Um, so it starts rear facing and then goes front facing. And the more I see, we're 1.0 was a nightmare and we had to turn him front facing pretty early. But I'm even though it's not as safe, which is why they want it. If you can make it up to five years old, have them rear-facing as, by, as long as possible because it's safer on them. Mm-hmm. There's less damage on their joints and ligaments as they're flung forward um, in their car seat. But yeah, he's going to be in that car seat. He's 28 pounds now. He's probably going to be in that car seat until he's like seven or eight. Yeah. Which is great because then he'll move to a booster seat because, again, car seats seatbelts are made for average men. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're starting to figure that out, which I appreciate. But, yeah, but also, I don't know how they're going to fix it without going to a five point. One of my least, oh, I just, it was such a dumb argument. It was, um, I don't wear a seatbelt because the number of injuries went up after the seatbelt came out. Like, yes, because there was less death. 
And, see, that's what I mean. It was such a dumb argument. You're like, because they're alive to have it. You so, can't have an injury if you're dead. I heard of something interesting recently. It's called the survivor's bias. In World War II, they were having planes come back that had a bunch of bullet holes. Oh. And then the people were like, let's cover up these bullet holes. And somebody was like, no, we need to cover up the spots that don't have bullet holes. Because obviously, if they get a hit in those places, they don't make it back. He's like, we can tell that if planes get hit in these spots, they're fine. Yeah. But wasn't it World War One? They started wearing helmets. Was it World War Two? World War One. they started wearing helmets. And their number of head injuries went up. And people were like, helmets are hurting people. No. Correlation does not equal causation. Again, you cannot have an injury if you are dead. Yes. Well, I mean. Only alive people are injured. If you say injuries, they're dead. It's not an injury. They're dead. I mean, technically you injured them to death. But now they're not injured anymore. It's just the cause of death. I'm still not wrong. (laughs) But that's why injuries go up. Because otherwise they they mark them as dead rather than injured. Because they're not... they're not affecting living persons anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Oh, what was it? Oh, <laughs> so I was I bought what was called a canary melon the other day because I've never tried it. Is that that itty bitty melon on the counter? No, I think that's a baby watermelon. Okay. I can show you. It's in the fridge. It's just it looks. It kind of tastes like a cross between a cantaloupe and a honeydew. Oh, I won't like it then. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but it's canary yellow on the outside, and I was talking to the girl who was checking out who was helping me check out at the grocery store and she was like well i don't know what that is i'll probably never eat it and i was like that's fine i make that makes sense she's like because i'm a child and i was like but that's why i try it because i have a child and if i try it he'll try it and she like i swear her brain went <laughs> oh and then we were talking about somehow we got to correlation versus causation i don't remember what we were saying man my brain is dying it's fine canary melon yeah, but I couldn't... Re- well, correlation versus causation. That got me to the grocery store, but I don't remember what I was talking about <laughs> with her. Like, Okay. Because I, I brought it up and I was like, correlation does not equal causation. And she's like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. Apparently that's the podcast, guys. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> yep, all you get is these 18 minutes. That's it. Okay, let's... um. Hmm? I was going to say, so I've only ever had that one boundary cross. I don't think anyone else in my life has ever crossed a boundary. Oh, I've had several. Normally with the same person. Um, and I didn't... Is it who I think it is? Yes. I remember you said that if I had found out how he was treating you, I would have killed him. <laughs> Why do you think we didn't hang out as much during those last two years of high school, Kens? <laughs> <sighs> Part of it was your family life, but... Um, I just, I'm Life really crazy. a Lucy's person, but also she was like, she's like, yeah, if you had known how he was behaving after you were gone, she's like, you probably would have beat him to death with a bat. Uh-huh. And I, I like you out of jail. <laughs> um. You're like, you're less fun to hang out with if you're behind bars. <laughs> exactly. We can't podcast behind bars. That's one of the things, like, I am, if things are happening to me, I'm like, oh, but if things are happening to other people, it's, like, way harder for me. Because mm-hmm. I'm the fix-it type of friend. Like, I want yes. to fix it. I don't want you to be in crappy situations. So, like. Can we fix it? So, like, yes, we can. Is Pop the Builder love, even on? Like, I'm going through this hard, difficult thing that I literally can't do anything about. It's, like, way harder for me. Bob, Bob the Builder. Builder. I know, but is it, are they still making new ones? Who is that? 
Are you freaking kidding me? It started coming out in 1998. <laughs> Bob the Builder can drink! <laughs> Bob the Builder is older than the Confederacy. Did you just say he's older than the Confederacy? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I, I can't with you today, apparently. Well, I mean, that's why when I heard people like, the Confederacy is history, and I was like, it was an infant, okay? <sighs> Didn't even reach it to... Your grandmother's years. older than the, the Confederacy. Yeah, <sighs> I'm pretty sure that my nephew is older than the Confederacy. <sighs> oh, man. Okay, sorry, like, that just blew my brain. Bob the Builder can drink. It's 1998. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Mind us how old he is. And I'm not even that old. You're not even that old. But oh, I, am, gosh. I am realizing that, like, your prefrontal cortex completely finishing its growth is such a huge milestone. You suddenly, like, feel more adultish to humans whose prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. Well, the, I was just thinking about stuff like that. So, when I was in seventh grade, I was the oldest in my little private school. Not mm -hmm. like the oldest human, but like the oldest grade. And we were like, oh no, we're so mature. I'm like, you were in seventh grade, you fetus. <laughs> you absolute fetus. And then like, being in ninth grade, we were having like, oh, we're the old kids. And then being a senior in high school, we're the old kids. And I'm like, you were children. Yeah. And the older I get, and the more I look back on my younger years, I'm like, you were tiny. Yeah, I'm you were sure, small. Like, you small. Yeah. It just... The way you think, and a lot of times he's like, I can't wait to grow up. I'm like, cool, you can do good things when you're an adult now. Mm -hmm. But I still want my mom to call the doctor for me, okay? Nah, I'm fine. Yeah, but our parents were different. No, my mom would call for, like, a long time, but then it was just like, I don't, <laughs> okay. It was like, I don't, I don't need my mom to make my appointment to go for a yearly physical. But there was one time I was over for dinner and I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see the doctor this week. On, on this, and my mom's like, "What day?" And I was like, "This day." And she's like, "What time?" <laughs> we had scheduled appointments right after each other. And had no idea, <laughs> so we drove over together. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It was so silly, but it's also like our personalities are different enough that like we, we've discussed it. You're very like I'm in charge because no one else will be. And I'm in charge because I know I will do a good job and take over. So We have discussed that. Of I'm in charge because someone needs to be. <laughs> yeah, and I'm in charge because look around, look around. Cool, I guess I'm in charge now. Let's go. <laughs> like, now I don't wait to be, like, de facto in charge. I will take a moment, survey, see that no one else wants this position, and then do a great job at it. Which is also why, like, I don't mind scheduling my own appointments. Mm -hmm. I think I've been scheduling my own appointments since it's I was funny, like 17. My mom is coming to my follow-up appointment after my heart. Yes, but your mom is a nurse. I know, but I was like, that's why, though, because she's a nurse, so she'll know what questions to ask. I'll just sit there and be like, uh-huh. So the uh -huh. last time, so uh -huh. <laughs> I took the 2.0 to the uh, Instacare just because he had like some congestion, and I wanted to make sure that it wasn't chest congestion or it wasn't RSV or anything. Um, and there was a pediatric resident <clears throat> at the Instacare, and he's like, We've been talking back and forth about all the symptoms and everything, and he's like, are you in medicine? And I was like, no, I'm in accounting. And he just looked so 
concerned and i don't know what it is about like the way i form my questions or the questions that i ask that always i get that question so often because of your mother and also i'm a curious person you also worked in the medical field for a period of time yeah so you have a general knowledge but and then when you don't have sufficient knowledge you immediately go i'm going to expand that knowledge yeah so if you think you're in the medical field because you've expanded your knowledge enough to be coherent and actually ask like appropriate questions i mean i guess i think the next person who asks me that i'm gonna have to ask i'm like what what about this what about me what about like our interactions suggests i'm in medicine I'm not, but I, I really See, like to know. Of, my mom and me are gonna we're plagued with uh, looking like a forever child. Your mom <laughs> doesn't look like a child. Not anymore, but she definitely doesn't look her age. She does not. The same with my grandma. My grandma's gonna be ninety this year, and when I tell people that and they see her, they're like, "Nah," because she's literally out Makes there. Makes me think you're on a freaking liar. She's on the golf course, golfing regularly at ninety years old. She no, used, she used yeah. to have her water aerobics class, and she used to go to her, well, she doesn't do that anymore because pandemic happened, and she used to do her exercise video. And then she got a weird stomach infection, so it kind of knocked her out, so she hasn't quite gotten back on her exercising feet, but she's still active. Man, but I want... Anyway, so I am 27, and while no, driving no. my dad's Mustang is fun... The looks I get from some people are like angry, are so judgmental. Why? Because I look like I'm 18 and daddy bought me a car. I mean, your dad could buy a car outright, but like he values hard work <laughs> over yeah, but influence. Yeah, I mean, because I look so young and See, I'm driving a Mustang. Okay, People but, just immediately judge me for it. Okay, but, like, I don't look at you and see, like, an 18-year-old. Maybe that's just because I, that's because I you know, know you, you at 18. you just saw me walking on the street, you'd probably think I was 18. I ask Maybe people, not the way we can carry people, yourself. I ask people how old they think I am. Why? Always get it wrong. People always, they either guess me, like, three to four years younger or three to four years older. I've never got, never once gotten older. I got older once. Once or when twice. When people know me for at least a couple weeks, they can make a better educated guess. But, I mean, most I... of the time. Like, I remember I was at um, my brother-in-law's nephew's birthday party. Okay. And his sister was there. And I was, I had to do something. So I was like, hey, I gotta go. And the other one's like, come on. And I pulled out my keys. And I leave. Mm-hmm. And she had thought the entire time that I was 14. <laughs> No. And then I pulled out my keys, so she went, oh, she's got to be 16. And then she asked Lawrence, and he said I was 22. <laughs> so. I feel so bad. I once was talking with coworkers, and I was like, yeah, the person who's in charge, you're like like 32, aren't you? She was a year younger than I was. I did that to one of my ASL but teachers. She I felt was, bad. She's also, like, she was such a quiet person. And when she did speak, she was pretty articulate. And so, even the though she was nervous, the level matched your image of a thirty-two-year-old. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's pretty accurate of like I think how my brain processed. Yeah, I did that. that with an ASL teacher. He was twenty-eight, and I thought he was thirty-two. <sighs> but I was like, "You're a teacher person. I don't think of teachers as young people like me. I, like I forget that teachers are literally my age." <laughs> ah, weird. I felt bad. I mean, I would feel bad. Too. I loved all of my ASL teachers. Like they were really cool. Except for the one lady, but that was because I accidentally skipped 
this semester. Oh. So I had no idea what she was saying. That'd be hard. And she's like, look, I'm going to give you a D so you won't fail. Yeah. But definitely take this one. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. Because I skipped and I was like, I can't understand it. Oh, no. Because ASL is a really easy language to learn. Because you already know English. And then you just put sides for the words you know. Yes. Yeah. It's not like you have to but it's still interesting. make a noise that you've never heard before and just hope that you remember what the English version is and then remember that it means that in this noise in the other language. Yeah. It's, it, but it's still interesting because um, babies who are learning sign predominantly, like that's their language, they will babble with their fingers. Mm. And when people who have ASL as their primary language, when they have strokes, they can't do ASL anymore if their language center is affected because ASL is processed in the brain as a language. Hmm. Which is interesting, but you can also teach... Because you know there, there's a development in the brain where if you miss the window, you can't learn language. Like, it's just... You can. It is just much harder because it's no longer intuitive. Well, and then it's like that part of the brain, like, literally, like, solidifies, basically. Like, yeah. you can't. But they found that ASL is much easier to get across because it's a concept. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was this so, lady, she was trying to teach this guy, he was, like, 40 years old, and he didn't know any language, so he and his, like, friends, they would go to their house, and how they would communicate is they would act out their entire day. Okay. Because it was the only way they knew how. So she said, we would just sit for hours, and I would point at things and do the sign for it, and he would, like, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> kind of thing. And then he, she said, one day, I pointed to the door, did the sign for door, and it just, a spark happened, and then he sat up straighter, looked at me. And pointed at something, and I did the sign, and then he realized everything had a name. And the sign I was doing was what that thing is called. And she's like, within six months, he was fluent. Oh, wow. That was probably great he, for him. Because he knew what everything was, but now he had a name for everything. Yeah. And she was like, the day he learned that I was literally telling him what things were blew his mind, and he wanted, he just would, he's like, we went from our 45-minute sessions to me seeing, like, I have other people, you need to go now. <laughs> Because he just wanted to know everything. Yeah, it's just it's so interesting. I learned like, recently. Even feral children, they can teach in ASL. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's a concept. I uh, I learned recently that the reason there's so many foot fetishes is because the se- listen, listen, it's related. I made a I made a <laughs> what the heck face. What? <laughs> the reason it's related is the section of your brain that controls sensations in your feet is right next to the sensations in your brain of sexual pleasure. So your wires can get crossed much easier because they're right next to each other. I hate it so much. I was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Feet are still weird and gross, but sure. I mean, there are a lot of people on OnlyFans who, like, make bank by just taking Feet a picture fits. of their foot. Yeah. I mean. I mean, easy way, but do I want to? No. Yeah. I don't even care. I just don't think my toes are, you know, mm-hmm. pretty enough. Because I, I did have a, a See, nail See, some dude with fixture. a foot fetish is going to think that's perfect. I mean, it's not. <laughs> but if he it. will pay me for it, I don't care what <laughs> you think. You'll pay me $3,000. Is that the laugh they're going for? I don't know. Charge whatever you want. Oh, well. <laughs> Find the right person. <laughs> What's creepy about this? I got, I got better things to do with my time. <laughs> <laughs> like planning outfits for family portraits. Yes, we're doing those tomorrow. And I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. You should look pretty good. I have. So, John, my boyfriend, is not a big fan of photos if there's more than like three people in there he's a lot more relaxed about it if it's just him he'll be like i have a lot of my snapchats where i'm like sneaking pictures of me and then he's gonna be like no (laughs) 
Yeah, I can understand that. He's not that. serious <clears throat> and like this. No, I don't like photos. He's more like just like, nope. But, I mean, he doesn't quite know why he's uncomfortable with it. Is he uncomfortable with them being taken or is he uncomfortable like looking at them afterwards? I don't know because he doesn't, he'll take selfies every now and then. Like update profile pictures and stuff. Hmm. But, I mean, I never really push him on it because I'm like, you're uncomfortable. Why would I force you? Yeah. But, I mean, when I was doing my graduation photos for college, Kelsey was like, get in the picture. And so I have some. And I was like, yay! I have a couple photos that I've never had in our seven years. Yeah. They're really cute, though. I have she got she got some of us, like, laughing. So. Yes, I think our, well, you were wearing white. I was wearing a plaid white shirt, I think. Maybe it was your band, your church band. That no, that is an old photo. Maybe I just didn't look at it. I can't find it in my brain. Where is my phone? Oh, yes. It's where I put it. <laughs> where is it? Oh, yes. Um, I do this. I'm going to have to bring my phone soon. I can't open my camera. Why? Alex has stolen my phone and put a picture on it. What? <laughs> <laughs> she looks so concerned. I don't think she meant to do that. <laughs> you should just send it to her. No context. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see what she says. <laughs> I'm like, look what I have of you. Anyway, the library. Oh, my God. I'm going to say something. What was I going to say? Let's get right on here. What did I put there? Oh, what did I say? I told you, but I didn't tell everyone else. I made applesauce today. There you go. She'll talk to you about her applesauce by showing her photos. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of different apples, and then I put carrots and broccoli in there, too. And I cooked them all down, and then I blended them all. And then my my food processor, like, died on me. <laughs> so I had to put the rest of the apples in the blender. Um, but now it's just sitting on the counter. It's just got to cool down. And once it's all cool, I can put it in my little... Um, reusable Ziplocs, and I'll put some in the fridge, and I'll put some in the freezer, because at one point I really loves applesauce, and I just, you know. Okay, well, these aren't all in the freezer. Though. Oh, that one. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. So I did have white arms, but. Yeah, but I was thinking about the wrong one, because, it, like, the when I think of the picture of John, like, the one where you're wearing white is the first one that pops into my head. Man. I think my brain is tired. Is your <laughs> brain tired? My brain is tired. A little bit. Right, so hot outside. <laughs> so, one of my, I don't want to call it a past relationship. Go on, I have important facts about the moon soon. Okay. <laughs> she gave me this face <gasps> and I was like, wait, hold on. Anyway, so I wouldn't call it a past relationship because there was nothing ever official. Everyone kissed me. Past fling? Yeah, fling. Fling is an appropriate a, a word. A month fling? Is it a month? I don't remember how long it was. A fling. That's how that's how a impactful it was for me. I can't even remember how long it was. But I learned a lot from that fling of what I was not okay with and what I was okay with. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting because my mom actually compared the two. And she was like, you never let him touch you. Mm. Because I realized that I don't touch people. That's a lie. You're no, a very like, physical I'm, person. I'm with people I'm very comfortable with. I don't have a personal space. Okay. If, if you notice me with like other friends, I'm like like my friends. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, I love my other friends, but I don't actively like reach out and touch them. 
reach out and touch face. The most person I am, like, the person I am the most touchy with is obviously boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Probably you afterwards. But, I mean. Yeah. I, I was thinking about it because I was like, I am really close with this person and I have known them my own, almost my entire life. But I don't, I can't remember the last time I physically touched them. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm very physical. Like that's that's one of my love languages. Uh-huh. It's like one Sometimes. point no knows that he can just come up and get a hug whenever. Yeah, and I remember there one time we went out to go eat lunch back when back in the days when we used to be like, who paid last time? Okay, I'll get it this time. Um, she would just like every once in a while I'd be talking to she'd reach over and grab my wrist, and then I'd be like, hmm. yeah, you would do that. I would. Because mm-hmm. you hadn't had a lot of physical contact that day, so you just reach over and grab me. <laughs> but you never told me no. Yeah. The only time I ever told you no very clearly on something was in high school when I was starving. I always had a fork in my hand. <laughs> I almost got and stabbed. You, and you, <laughs> you could tell if it was okay or not depending on my stab reflex. If I didn't react, you knew you could have some. If I lifted up my fork, you knew it was not safe to approach. I don't think I pushed it after that, though. It was like, no. And I was like, okay, cool. We're not going to touch it. We're just going to finish eating what I have here. <laughs> Gosh, I don't know how I survived in high school. Half of my diet was goldfish, and it was cup of noodles and crazy bread. Yep. And that was about it. It was straight up carbs. We were also moving a lot. That's still, like, where the heck is the protein in my diet, man? In dinner? <laughs> dinner? Din- I don't in know. Din- in <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, nowadays, if I'm really, like, I try to be, like, you can't go home and eat the pasta because you've already had carbs today, so you have to have protein. I just try to spread my carbs out more throughout the day and have more vegetables as, like, veg- vegetables as vegetables. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> vegetables as snacks. Um, and just try to incorporate, like, more mm-hmm. fruits and veggies in my diet as a whole. Maybe more okay with vegetables. Like, if they're in the thing, I'll eat them. We'll except, see. For, except for when I have, like, a frozen dinner and there's broccoli in it. I don't eat that broccoli. It's gross. Yeah. Well, see, like, we will have, we'll get beets and we'll cook those and then um, blend them and we'll put them in our pancakes. It's really tasty and Colin really likes it because it's a cool color. It tastes a little bit earthy. Yeah, I'm, like, grossed out, so I'm, like, Ugh. No, see, I, don't I like beets, though, so. Oh, see, and I, that was, like, my first exposure so, to beets, so I really yeah, like them. I don't know if you guys know, but I am, like, a notoriously picky. picky eater. I will try anything, but I already know the things I don't like, and the thing I don't like is anything. I'm not going to try it. For instance, I don't like beans. I don't like green beans. I See, that's the only bean I do like. It's just green beans. I hate green beans. I really like green beans, but I only, I like Do you like lentils? No. Really? The only green bean that I enjoy, though, really, is the one from the can, straight up green bean. I hate, I hate green beans. But I usually don't like green beans from a restaurant because they're bitter as heck, but, but I recently started to like asparagus. Asparagus is yummy. Asparagus, especially if you get that zatarain seasoning on it. The zatarain? Oh, I like to put a little bit of salt, a little bit of olive oil, and a little bit of lemon. Mm. And just bake them. Because then they come out and they're fresh and they're cr- they're not really crisp anymore, but they're fresh and they're Healthy a little fries, bit crunchy <laughs> and they're like lemony and zesty. Because I like them when we put some zatarains and butter on them and put them on the grill. Hmm. I learned recently that you can turn mashed potatoes back into fries. Because <laughs> I was watching. You make them. that. There's a potato pancake. Latkes. Yeah. I like latkes. 
I basically love all forms of potato except for hash browns. I like hash browns. And me and my me and boyfriend were talking about it. And the reason why we don't like hash browns is because they're a mixture of too done and not done enough. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And they don't ever really have a lot of flavor when they're very done. I think it's mostly a texture thing. <laughs> I think you need to use more Lowry's then. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, it's like the only form of potato I don't like is a hash brown. Every other form of potato, I will eat that. I will eat that potato. Nom, 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 potato my potato. <laughs> That's where my itty-bitty scotch of Irish comes from. One of these days, we do have to do the 23 and Me and yeah. figure out just exactly where we come from. My brother did one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Well, because if we do it, then I'm excited to see what's different between yours and your brother's. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because my grandmother did it, and so I'm really interested to, like, compare mine to hers to find out at least, like, what possibly came from her. Mm-hmm. Did you know I'm related to Alexander Hamilton? Are you serious? Yeah. So my grandfather's <laughs> my grandfather's last name is Hamilton, directly from Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton, I'm also, did I'm you also know really- <laughs> one of your descendants is over here making fun of you and admiring your, uh, just, hello, Hamilton, you, you most also, pretentious man. <clears throat> also, Butch Cassidy is a great uncle of mine. <laughs> no joke, my the grandmother. I have my family is Daniel Boone, okay? Nice! But I mean, like, whenever I, sp- I'm glad that you know who he is, and I'm always surprised when people have no idea. I'm like, he's like one of the first people who learned about American history. What? He's the whole reason we have the West. <laughs> what about the West? Like he made a way through the mountains. But, so my grandmother has the bed frame that Butch Cassidy was born in. The heck? Yeah. You know, Because well, we're, we're I, descendants I of his one of his sisters. I uh, change my mind. That's not the only cool thing I have. My grandmother was friends with John Wayne. I know. The every t- time you say that to me, my brain's like, that... That sparking noises of like the electricity, like call the electrician, don't touch the water. Obviously, this isn't true. Check the circuits. <laughs> I just <laughs> yeah. She said like I remember the day we found that we all just went, we all just dumped like went, huh? She's like, yeah, we called him the Duke. <laughs> it was like, and then I'm sitting there looking at her table, going, he sat here in this chair at this table. Oh my god. Oh man. The OG <laughs> movie star cowboy sat here in this household and my grandmother knew him to a pretty personal level. So Leon so John was it John Wayne? Uh, who am I thinking of? He sung Hurt by he he did a cover of Hurt by Vince Sevenfold. Johnny Cash. That was my I was like, it's John something. Which, by the way, I don't care who you are, the Johnny Cash version was just as much. Freaking Avenged Sevenfold was like, Yeah, I love his song hurt and they like they're like nah he did it so much better than we did it's his song now and we did the cover because it because but it fits they do it so... in like an angsty teenager way and then he did it in like such an emotional like yes. oh man yeah like it's like he made it real he did i didn't know it was by Avenged sevenfold so i was like excuse me no this is Avenged sevenfold you did it wrong it's yeah it's by Avenged sevenfold and then because i I only heard the johnny cash version first and i was like this is amazing like there's mm. actually a lot of songs that are covers that we don't know about uh girls just want to have fun hold on i think there's a lot of famous songs that the covers were more famous by nine inch nails let's do it i was i don't know why Avenged sevenfold popped out of my face because um but yes it was nine inch nails like but there's they still were like yep he did 
we did a a cover of his song. Because <laughs> they went like punky, angsty, like I hurt myself today, and Johnny Cash was like, I hurt myself today, and you're like, why, why? Versus the other one, we're like, stop it. You're like, uh huh, quack quack, go to therapy. Or and Johnny Cash is, you're like, oh, tell me, tell me, let me hug you. Tell me how you hurt yourself. Yeah. Help me make the pain go away. Help me help you. Especially, he's got such, he's got the voice that's just like, he's got a storyteller singing voice. Yeah. That's what it is. And I think, because I love, I love a a boy named Sue. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like, he's good at telling a story. Although, I learned while in college that country exists because of blues. And? And it just kind of like really frustrated me that a lot of the beautiful things that we in the, the white culture have is from other places and other cultures, and oh, we yeah. never give oh, yes, credit. Yes. So, for instance, my favorite genre of music is entirely inspired by country and blues. What's your favorite genre? Rock. Oh, mine's alternative. Well, I mean, that's too broad. Mine's the rocky alternative. Okay. Because Three Days Grace mine's is the, probably mine's the, mine's the punky alternative. Punky alternative, like Fallout Boy. I love them. They're more punk so than much. rock. I know, but probably my favorite style of music is like Three Days Grace. Also more punk than rock. Um, old school Three Days Grace, not current. I mean, they're not bad current, but Adam was a better singer. Yeah. He's actually in a different band. What band? I don't remember. Let's Google that. <laughs> What's his name? It's not Adam Lambert. Adam. From Three Days Grace, and that'll show you what it was. Adam Gontier. Why don't I ever remember that? I don't know. What's going to tell you something? What's not going to tell you? He's mostly a songwriter, I remember. Oh, uh, facts about the moon. Oh, I was going to tell you a fact about the moon! <laughs> My goodness. So I learned recently that other celestial bodies shake. Like Mars shakes. Like Earth. We have earthquakes. Mm-hmm. They're not called earthquakes on Mars. They're called Marsquakes. Mm-hmm. And the moon shakes. And it's called a moonquake. And stars shake. And I think they call it a celestial shake. So I know why the earthquakes, but why the other planets quake? I don't even do, know. Do they know it why? Is, n- no. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that they're studying it. Because they know when the earth shakes, they can gather data from inside because of the shaking. And they have a, you know, a rover the, on the Mars. Going. <laughs> yeah, they have a plate on Mars to like measure those quakes and help discover what the inside of the earth is like but inside i imagine like- yes that one <laughs> the other earth <laughs> but one of my favorite little short horror story things is yeah. that they finally get people to mars and they go into a cave and they see a skeleton that uh-huh. says like some sort of language of we traveled to earth and it was like See what happens when you've completely depleted a planet for resources. Ooh. And I was like, ooh. Conceptually. <laughs> oh, I started watching that documentary. Which documentary? With Will Smith narrating. Oh, Nature. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fascinating. Yeah. Well, I really loved, because I don't think the, I've seen the one. The windstorm takes the dust out of the salt desert in Africa and dumps it on the Amazon, which is like perfect fertilizer. And then they use all that nutrients. And then the water comes out of those plants, and they get a sky river that rains all over everything. And then it goes back and dumps the sediment into the sea, and there's these little bitty, little bitty organisms yeah. that give us the majority of the oxygen. Because I never knew that, but the Amazon 
The Amazon always, uses all of its, most all, of its carbon. Yeah, the Amazon does not breathe for the planet. No, the ocean does. The Amazon breathes for the Amazon. Because there's so much life there that they use all the oxygen up. The Amazon produces enough oxygen that all the people on the planet could not use it. It's 20 times more than people on the planet use. Yeah. But there's so much life mm-hmm. in the Amazon that it's all used up. And I was like, what? Yeah. Which is why they're constantly finding new species of insects. The most recent one was sadly in Barbados. Bugs. I want blood-sucking mosquitoes eradicated from the face of the planet. But that would just absolutely destroy the ecosystem. Nope. Yes, it would. Nope. I googled it. There's a whole TikTok on it. (coughs) There is not a single species that feeds solely on mosquitoes, though. No, but there's so many mosquitoes that they're responsible for a large portion of their diet. But there's a whole TikTok in the void, the void would be filled by other animals there are and three insects. species of mosquito that they're trying to eradicate because they're the disease carrying ones. No, all the other mosquitoes. If they suck my blood, they must die. I am. They, they uh, have graphs of what happens if they get rid of mosquitoes. The entire ecosystem collapses. Nah. Yes. Nah. I will send you the TikTok. Let it die. I can't hate them. You want the planet to burn? The planet is already on fire. The planet will die much faster without mosquitoes. The planet will die much faster if we let capitalism win. The phrase, <laughs> eat the rich, is not necessarily a joke. Well, um, it, it used to be when there jest. is nothing left to eat, they will eat the rich. It used to be said in jest, and now people are getting actually like legit serious about it. Also, I read Jeffrey a tweet. Bezos is the richest man in human history. And I... He, he makes like, what was it? He makes like... He makes a, something over 14, a million... $42,000 a second or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was, was like, like it is unethical. There is no ethical way to become a billionaire. Mm-mm. And I was like, well, that shocked my brain. The only reason that Bill Gates isn't a billionaire is because he keeps giving away so much of his money. Yeah. Interesting. But... And if you but tax, billionaires really piss me off if because you tax they tax Jeff Bezos what he's supposed to get taxed. He will make it back like within six hours. Yeah, yeah. But the reason billionaires and millionaires make me so frustrated is that they use their massive amount of money as influence to unduly affect the course of our politics. Instead of them being one person with one vote, they get to change policy. Because they can continue. And this is why people who run for elections are rich and have money. Yeah. Also because we make it so that you can't run for an election unless you have the money to run for an election. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> this country should die. No. No. We have a lot of good things. We do have a lot of good well, things. Well, we need to revamp the bad things. And all I'm going to say on this pol- this final political matter is lobbyists should be made illegal. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> we should find a new topic. Um. Do you want me to pull out one of my random ones? I can, I can do it. You can I'm, do it? I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Josh is holding me accountable for writing. Yes. And I actually did manage to write. Crap, I haven't read that yet. However, the tragedy of the situation is, is I haven't written in that story since November. Okay. NaNoWriMo. And when I opened the Word document, 10,000 words were missing. No. 10,000 words are gone. See? Even 1.0 understands the tragedy. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear him, they but he understands the grief within my heart. Oh, man. 
Seriously though, I opened up that document and it's and it was like I would look I scrolled down to the bottom and was like, This is not the last thing I wrote. Mm, I so I went over to NaNoWriMo and it was ten thousand words higher than what my word count was on the document. Oh. And I mean the autosave is on. So what happened? I don't know. I'm wondering if my computer, like, I closed it and my computer restarted, so it didn't save anything, because it does that sometimes. Oh, that's dumb. I know. But I was, like, so upset, because I wrote a lot about James's backstory, and set up a whole lot of his character development, and how he comes to trust everybody. Like, it was literally, like, 10,000 words on this one character. <laughs> what's kiss? But, I mean, I know I'll probably write a better version, but it's still, like... <coughs> annoying that I have to write it again. Yes. It's not like you can't... It's annoying that you have to, like, re-walk the steps you've already walked. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, now I don't want to write it. Because I didn't know that. Yeah. I have a problem, though, because when I write stuff out in my head enough times, I, like, don't want to write it. Because you're, you're done. You, you've I'm, already I'm done it. now. And I'm like, that's so dumb. You can't have that mindset. It's not done yet. You didn't put it out on paper yet. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> oh, man. I have to finish that fan fiction. It's been sitting in my Word document for like a year and a half. <laughs> I can't help you with that. Sorry. I know. I still get email notifications saying that people have liked that fan fiction I wrote. Like, I get I get ones every once in a while. Yeah. I, just, I get I get them probably like three or four a month. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Hey, actually, we should check out what the word count is on that. I haven't opened this in so long. Archive of our own. How you doing? And I like archive of our own because you have to apply to be on it. It's not like fanfiction.net where it's just a nightmare to be on there. Sure, if you have your turn. It's a nightmare to be on fanfiction.net. Like, why would you? Just you don't. You avoid that place. Okay, here we are. We are currently at... It was in your words. 3,518 views. Um, your words is 18,574. Mm-hmm. It didn't take me long to write this one either. But it was very like, I'm really excited about this concept and I have to write all the things. Yeah. And I remember we were, this was back when we worked at the same place, and she was like, I need fan fiction to read. So I sent her mine. <laughs> I was so pissed off when I got to the end of it. I was like, what do you mean there isn't more? <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I sent her the completed one, and she forgot it was me who had oh, yes. written it. And you're like, this is really good. I was like, what do you think? She's like, oh, you're like, oh yeah, this is really good. I really like how they... And I was like, I wrote this. And you're like, what? You did? Because I think I'd read it before, were, and then you sent it to me again. You were mad about my actual book I had been writing mm-hmm. on a notepad. I just walked over her desk and slapped it down. <laughs> Walking over your desk. I think I still have that note. <laughs> so- I, think, I think I still have that note taped to it that's like, you son of a... <laughs> So, the second person to know that I was pregnant with 2.0 was Kenzie, because we worked at the yeah, same place. Here, let me, let me <laughs> tell from my point of view, and then you can tell from your point of view. Okay, let me, no, 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 let me tell what happened with Avery. Okay. So, my body just felt super weird, so I was like, you know what, whatever, I'll just take a test, and it was just a little stick. So, it was like, it would give you, it had a black line, so you, that's where you just stick the P in to there, and then it had one line to indicate, yep, there's P. And then you got a second line if you were pregnant. And so I like, I did it that morning before work. And Avery was asleep and I woke him up and I was like, how many lines do you see? And he's like, three, the black one doesn't count. How many, two, what is it? <laughs> and I was like, it's a pregnancy test. And then all I remember is him just smiling really sweetly. 
And then I was like, okay, I gotta go to work. So <laughs> You're like, hey, we're having a kid. Hey, bye. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll talk about it later. Okay, so here I am. So I have to be at work at 5.55 in the morning because this is the, the, the West Coast is the awake. east coast the east coast is way more awake than i am currently because we're two hours ahead of them behind no i'm talking about yeah i'm talking about the west coast no, also, so the east coast was you were almost gonna be eight york, o'clock though. new york does get up early because they suck but no okay um so i had to be there early enough that when they opened at eight we were there to answer phones yes so 6 a.m our time yeah so she usually got in around eight o'clock mm-hmm so I was sitting there doing my work. She comes over and I'm like, "What's up?" And she was like, "I'm pregnant." And I no, was no, like, no, no. That's not even what I said. All I did was opened my phone and showed you a picture of the pregnancy test. Yeah. And then before I could even react, she said, "You can't tell anyone." And you go, "Slam your hands down." What? I was so <laughs> mad at her. And then Nelly behind me was like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "I can't tell you <laughs> because of you." And I knew for so long. I knew for so long. I was maybe she only wasn't four even weeks far along. enough along because a lot of people like to wait until they're far enough along that they know they're not going to lose the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She told me the day of. Yeah, the day and I, then found I out. couldn't tell anyone until like what you were like four months in or something. Uh, I think I told everyone at three months. Yeah, and I was. So like, you only had to wait two months. I was so annoyed. <laughs> like. Yeah, you were so annoyed, <laughs> so annoyed You're but so I was so it. excited that you were there because I could just be like, "Whoa, look at this!" <laughs> and you're like, "Look at this!" and can't tell anybody. And I was like, "You <laughs> son of a!" So, uh, my sister worked at that place of employment once, and so she was texting me, and I uh, actually they'd sent out the the new people email because they like to be like, "If you see this face around, this is who it is," and you know, make make a really good culture of the company. And I was like. Um, excuse me? And so I, like, walked over to her desk, and she's like, Hi, what are you doing here? Mind you, she thought I came to visit her at work, and I was like, I work here. What are you doing here? (laughs) And she's like, what? Oh! (laughs) It was so bizarre. I work here. What are you doing here? It was just so random. Oh, man. My job is hard-pressed for people right now. I think a lot of places are. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did a wage adjustment, so now they're actually paying, starting pay for the night shift is 18 bucks an hour. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. However, it's still a pretty crappy shift. <laughs> and it yeah. will be crappy until they're fully staffed. Yeah. Because they were working hella long hours. And night However, shift, I like, think third it's somewhere, shift? It's somewhere weird, like Wednesday through Sunday or something like that. That is a little bit odd. Yeah. So it's not the greatest shift in the world. But, I mean, there are people on night shift who've been there for, like, 15 years. I have a sister who got on with Costco. Huh. Like, um, she, because apparently it's really hard to get on with Costco, just because they pay you so well, so they are only going to take what they view as quality. Oh, wow. Um, How much do they start you at? I think it's 20-something. Wow. Yeah, and she gets full benefits. Wow. And if she's there, I think over six months, she gets stock in the company, and they set her up with four hundred one k, and like, dang, yeah, right. I mean, because when I started working in an area like that with retail, I was making eight twenty three an hour, <laughs> and it was not worth it. <laughs> Although if you're making twenty at full benefits, a little more worth it. Yeah, yeah, but she, I mean, she really likes it. She's like, yeah, we are. 
the store closed. I think they closed at nine. She's like, we are out the door. Everyone, warehouse locked down by nine thirty. Oh, ooh, that's a good company. Yeah. Like so, they like they form a human chain. They start at the back of the store, and they walk forward. And the people are like, okay, cool, you can finish your shopping, but you cannot go back past oh, this point. I love that. Yeah. Because when I was at Petsmart, it was just people walking in five minutes before closing, and you're just like, I hate you so much right now. Yeah, I think they close the doors a half hour before they close. Like, you can't come in after that point. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I was like, wow. But so, yeah. I just love that they're like, no. I think the worst experience, not the worst experience, but the worst customer was the freaking current football team. Came really? in and, like, broke a bunch of crap. And made a huge mess, and then the managers did like the human chain thing and like herded them out of the store. And then the good manager, the the general manager of like the area of Utah, mm-hmm. called the school and their coach and was like, "What the heck?" Oh, <laughs> you can hear him in his office strongly, basically, basically summed up to, "You're their coach, and this is what you're teaching them." Yikes! He was. It was it was a very politely worded way of saying, "What the f are you doing? You're a terrible human, and you need to do better." So I just got a picture of this sh- this sweater that says, "I see your hot mess and raise you a walking disaster." <laughs> see your hot mess and raise you a Zuko. <laughs> I mean, I remember watching that episode again. Hi, Zuko here, and I was like, "He's a disaster." just immediately jet jet to the person mm. so i never really liked avatar Korra. i haven't watched it I, it doesn't good. interest me i think she's uh, I, I mean she's like she's like a cooler woman kind of thing but i feel like she's so much weaker than a 12 year old she gets beat up a lot when she's in the avatar state I don't know how like to help. the only person who beat up Aang in the Avatar state was Ozai when he was superpowered by a comet. Azula shot him while in the Avatar state. Yeah, but severing his connection. Behind, I mean, like while he's actively fighting you in the Avatar state. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched it, so I have. I really don't have a comment on this. I just, I don't know. I was watching. She, she just feels so much weaker. Like, she gets beat up a lot in the Avatar state. I'm like, either these people are super, super strong benders, or she sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it was just, I don't know. I don't know. I, it was a series that I stopped watching halfway through. It was that thing I do where I just don't watch anymore and I don't know why. And it's probably because I got bored. Yeah, I haven't watched it. It doesn't interest me. What interests me, though? is a continuation of the gang when they're, like, in their 20s. Mm, That's yes. what I want. That's what I want, is when Aang is, like, when they're all established. That's what I want, when they're adults. <laughs> I want that series. I would watch the heck out of that series. Also, by the way, Leverage. It's coming back! Yeah, it's aired now. We've got <gasps> these two episodes out. Uh, I don't have HBO. I don't have HBO. Yeah, but HBO is weird. Like, you can't log in from multiple places, is my understanding. Or if you do, you can't get, like, the the specialty content. I wouldn't know. Me and my sister are watching Doctor Who on 
HBO because Netflix got rid of it and they're like, we've done Netflix. But <laughs> we're rewatching Doctor Who and we're doing that on HBO because Woo! the place I found it, it's called like watchdoctorwho.net or whatever, but it doesn't have any subtitles. No, can't and, do it. And the audio was really weird, so they're talking voices. And then the music would just be so loud, like you couldn't hear them over the backing track. The back, the backing track. You mean the back track? Whatever. Same thing. Okay. No, I know we know. But it was really annoying, and then I was like, I think mom and dad have an HBO account. And they do. And then I was being dumb and not thinking, and actually now there's two profiles named Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> so, whoops. Oh man, I uh, I don't think we pay for any subscription service. We just have like so many different people who have one, and they just let us use theirs. Mm. My brother prays for Disney Plus. I'm glad he prays for Disney Plus. Does he also pay them? Yep, does that too. <laughs> <laughs> he does that too. My brother actually works for Verizon, so my phone bill's a lot better than it was. I pay fifteen bucks a month. What do you have? Mint Mobile. Hmm. I get really good service now. Nice. I get pretty decent service. Like, I haven't had an issue. The only that I have spotty cell service is when I'm walking to my bedroom down the stairs. And then I have to go up against the wall in my bedroom, and then I can, like, talk to people on the phone. Hmm. But you are in the basement. I was like, I'm in the basement under a bunch of concrete, so that probably has something to do with it. But I remember when I was younger being, when people would be in my basement and be like, I'm having service. And I would say, you don't have Verizon, huh? And they'd go, no. And now everybody gets service in the basement. Before Verizon was... That was why we had Verizon. It was the only service company that would get service in the basement. Hmm. How interesting. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons my friend switched to Verizon was because her mom was in the basement trying to talk to somebody and got so frustrated because she threw her phone at the wall and her dad went to the store and got Verizon the next day. He <laughs> 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 was like, apparently we can't do this service because your mom's illegal. I'm not even going to lie. There have been times I wanted to hurl my phone across the room. I also have that unlimited data stuff i have that well i don't have unlimited data but i only pay for like four gigs because it's all i really use we got unlimited data after my mom accidentally used all of it because she didn't know her wi-fi was off and decided mm. to just never turn it back on my my mom and dad are the worst their wi-fi is like always off what my mom will be like i can't get this to work and i'll look at it and like your wi-fi is off and mom I'll turn why it you... on Wh- why does she keep turning it off though i don't Probably because, like, I do it sometimes when I'm in an area and it, like, she's trying to connect to Wi-Fi that's crappy. Oh. I'm like, stop it. Yeah. But, like, she'll try and be like, this app won't download. And I'm like, it's because you're trying to use data. Use other Wi-Fi. Okay. Our Wi-Fi is really good. We actually, because they're getting a fireplace in the living room. Ooh. Glass fireplace. Hmm. Like- if my camera worked on my phone, I would send you a Marco Polo of what our house currently looks like. Does your front camera not work? Nope. I don't know why. I'm going to take it to Verizon probably tomorrow after work and be like, why? Fix it. Fix it. And if I need a new phone, I want the Pixel 3. Nice. Or 2, because the 2 is probably a lot cheaper. Yeah. Probably. I think the Pixel 4 just came out. I have no idea. Because if I it did, that means the Pixel 3 is way cheaper. But I really like my phone case. It's really cute. My aesthetic. <laughs> My aesthetic lately is skulls with flowers. Okay, so I'm gonna. So speaking of my aesthetic, man, um, I've been, so I like I will. I know I want like a lot of people like at my wedding and stuff, but I really think I might just do like immediate friends and family that can afford it, and fly out to the redwoods and get everybody there. You know I will go. Mm-hmm. Like I, I will. Like, if that means 
I'm sorry, Avery, husband and children, stay. <laughs> yeah. That's no, what I Kelsey know. had to do for one of her friends' weddings. She just <laughs> left her kids and wants to take care of them. Yeah. No, I mean, it wouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. I think the hardest part would just be, like, depending on work schedules, finding babysitting mm-hmm. for the kids. Because, I mean, that's my maid of honor. <laughs> no. No, your sister's your maid of honor. I am your matron of honor. So, so how it has to work is Alex is Kelsey's maid of honor. And I'm going to be Alex's maid of honor. So Kelsey got me there. Yep. Oh, yeah. So we're both. So basically, yeah. I'll put you two together and you just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny, though, is that I've thought about, like, like bachelorette parties. I've uh-huh. been to a few. No, I just can't remember. See, I had a lot of fun at mine. It was like a, a scavenger hunt at mm-hmm. the mall. Yeah, I mean, yours was fun, but was also really chaotic, because that's how we are as people. Yeah. But, but I've been like, can you go laser tag? Do it. Like, I want to do laser tag people. Like, I want to take your stereotypical, like, bachelorette party thing, throw that out the window, and be like, we're going to go shoot lasers at each other. Yeah. Okay. Like, we're going to do something fun. Do it. We will do it. But yeah, I'll totally stand up with you. You know mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I will leave my kids, like... The only way I wouldn't leave a child is if they are nursing. Then they will fly with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I just, because I've been, like, looking at it, I'm like, because venues are so expensive. Oh, my gosh. My favorite one is $4,000. Mm. Does that include catering? That inc- I think that's the whole thing, but still, it was, like, as weddings go, it's relatively cheap, but still. I think I spent. I think joking? my. I think my parents spent like five, in total on mine. Oh my gosh! I just. I just it hurts me. <laughs> so I'm like, if I would, if I'm gonna spend that much, I'm gonna fly out, to Oregon or California. Mm-hmm. But you do have to call the park service when you reserve one of the spots. That makes sense. And then just do it there. It's not a venue. I think it's like two hundred dollars. Yeah. So like, and then everybody, has, I, because you're entering a national park, I think you just have to pay the twenty dollars to yeah. get in. Which is like fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. There actually was this venue in the national park that I saw or near it. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. It's stunning. Yeah. I'm not paying twenty five grand for it. Twenty five comma. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. Some okay. of the money that people shell out for weddings. Some I'm of like, the do money you want that people money? shell out for cars. People get. Mortgage-sized loans for a Tesla. I just, I mean, so one of my friends, his dream car is a Tesla, but he wants to be able to, like, be able to afford the Tesla. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, my, my the car that I'm one day hoping to have is the WRX Subaru. Okay. Which is, like, $25,000. Okay. But also because it's a Subaru, mm-hmm. so it's, like, going to last forever. I don't think I have a dream car at this point. Yeah, so it's going to last forever. But, I mean, $25,000 is a big loan, and I want to be in a spot where paying $400 a month for a car loan doesn't phase me. I paid three. I paid two grand. Yeah, I paid three. You have a Chrysler, though. It was used. <laughs> no. But my car was a steal. Like, it was a steal. Deal. Yeah, unfortunately, I had to buy a car in the middle of everyone else wanting a used car. Yeah. My mental health could not stand being <laughs> trapped at home another day longer without access to a vehicle because Avery needed it to go to work because he works in the evenings right now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, we need we need two cars. We need to have two. 
Yeah. I wondered how long it was going to last with just the one guard. It lasted a long time. Yeah, it did. And then you got children, and you're like, can't. <laughs> mm. No, I think it was more like when we had when children, and Avery was working at night, so I, I didn't have the we, time to do anything. We had children, and I couldn't escape and take the children to the park for the night. Go to the park. I couldn't go grocery shopping. Like, to get anything done, I had to be like, okay, work is over. I'm leaving. I'll be back. Like, and I had to rush everything. Oh. Ugh. Yeah. And so that's why we, that's why I was just like, nope, we need this. I, I can't, I don't care. Like, we, we have to get this. Mm-hmm. Which, my <laughs> sister will stand by and say a van is, like, the best car you could have. She's like, it's so useful. She I, literally I have so much a, stuff just she, living in there. She uses it like a truck. Uh-huh. Like, anytime My stroller she lives in there. Anytime she gotta move something, those back seats come out. I don't think the back seats have been in the van for a long time. That's just. I have the. That's the movers, the van. The passenger side captain's seat behind the path, the front seat. That's all the way put down into the car. Mm-hmm. So then I have that big open space to shove things in, and I can still get in and get 1.0 secured in the back. Yep. But I mean, part of the reason I do want the WRX is because it is a sports car, but it's also a practical car. Like I could road trip in that car, and it's not going to be. I could ha- carry a bunch of people in that car. It has a big trunk. I could carry a bunch of people in my car, too. No. But, I mean, I also, I like, I don't like big cars. I like, I had, my first car was a itty-bitty Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> it was a two-door. Yeah, I miss my first car. Wish I could have it back. It was a 96 Ford Ranger. Mm-hmm. Couldn't turn on a dime. Versus my boat, where if I get the wheel turning too far, I can hear it. You can hear the wheel scraping against the wheel well. No, I think it's just power steering that's like, I don't like this. I don't, I don't like, like this. I don't like it. Although, having an American car... that The other reason I want a Subaru is because it, while it isn't an American car, the oil change isn't going to cost me an arm and a leg. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you have a BMW... I know so many people who got rid of their BMWs because the oil change was like 400 bucks. Excuse me? Yeah. If no, you want a BMW, you. you are a rich person. Because you can afford... Because it's a European car, so they have to ship everything overseas. They don't have it here. If you have an American car, it's already here. You can just go to the parts store and they have it. Yeah. That's dumb. Which is why my Hyundai, which is a Korean car, is it Korean or Japanese? Hyundai. Hyundai is Korean, I believe. Yeah. Nope, maybe Japanese. It's a, anyway, it's an affordable Asian car. So whenever I need to get something fixed on it, it doesn't cost me an arm and a leg. I think it's Japanese. I'm too tired. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I remembered what I was talking about a long time ago when I said my fling. My summer fling. Okay, yeah. Go on. So, he was into a card game, Magic the Gathering, I think? Yeah. And I didn't want to be mean, because I was like, when I heard that, I was like, well, that's dumb. But that's not fair, because he really enjoys it and has fun. Mm-hmm. So, just because I don't like it doesn't mean that I can diss him for it. Yeah. So, like, whenever he had a turn with him, I was like, have fun. How are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I don't understand anything about this game, but how are you doing? Kind of thing. Um, like, trying to be nice about it. So, the However, easiest way to, to describe it is it's a deck building game. You get to pick cards, and you're like, aha, I think this will give me the best options to win the game. Mm-hmm. He basically said it was Yu-Gi-Oh, but more complicated. Yeah, but if you don't have a basic concept understanding of what Yu-Gi-Oh is, that's not going to help you. <laughs> And I know you don't. Because <laughs> I didn't so, watch that one growing up. <laughs> so basically, you get to pick from all of these cards. You're like, okay, these cool effects are going to work well together. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and win the game 
by stealing somebody else's life. Be like, aha, I stabbed you with this this hmm. magicness, and now you have left points. And when they hit zero, then they die, and you win. But for so for that, so it's like my immediate reaction was, I think that's kind of dumb. I do have two ponytails in my hair. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, it's been my hair is too short to do a higher ponytail, and it's really annoying. So today I did two, and it like kind of made it very stubbly with like a very thick ponytail. So I've been okay with it. Okay, back to your fling. Anyways, so I remember thinking that's kind of dumb, but I didn't want to say that because I'm like, this is something you enjoy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin that for you. Whereas boyfriend is like, I think he's number three in the state right now for Smash Brothers competitively. Yeah. And I'm like so proud of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I like to tell people. Like, he doesn't tell people. The only reason people know is because I will tell them and say, this is what my boyfriend does competitively. <laughs> Whereas my fling, I was like, I didn't talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't understand it, and it's not, like, I'm not an, interest. an interest. Yeah. Like, Avery, he's totally interested in that, and he'll tell me things. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm, like, and then I'll ask questions because I know that's important to him. Mm-hmm. And I have a deck that he what made I mean, me, like, but, like, it's not... If I had a choice, it's not the first thing I'm going to choose. But, I mean, like, even with that, though, it's like, I, it wasn't like, oh, you're interested in this, so I'll ask questions. I didn't even bother. Hmm. Huh. It was like. But you you really didn't have a lot of emotional attachment to your fling. Mm-mm. So. It was, it was an infatuation rather than something emotional. I mean, everything is emotions, but. Yeah, it was. He wasn't going to be good for me anyways. No, you guys. He he. You was, guys wanted different things he, out of life. He wanted base. He wanted to have a whole thing where he would work and I would stay home, and I was like, <laughs> I am not a housewife. <laughs> no, I'm not a housewife. I want to go out and do my own thing. Like I want to have my. I'm independent, man. I don't want to depend on you. Yeah. Like when things go bad. And one of us can be the only one to work. It's okay if it's either one of us, but... It's not going to be the only thing. It's not going to be the only thing. We were just not going to... We weren't matching each other. Not even close. Yeah, you guys just wanted different things out of life. We wanted way too many different things out of life. He... I mean, maybe I could be... I could be misremembering. It's been like eight years. But he was like... He was in the whole, I want to take care of you thing. But in a way, that was a little bit too patronizing for me. Mm. As in, like, you shouldn't ever have to work. You shouldn't ever have to, like, be independent. You shouldn't ever have to take care of yourself. Whereas, like, boyfriend would never. Yeah. Boyfriend's like, heck yeah, go out and do your own thing. Yeah. Like, I don't have that issue. Like, Mm -hmm. Avery, like, there was three, four years that I was, like, the sole breadwinner. Like, because he was just, he wasn't working because he, or he was working, like, part-time because he was focusing on school. Mm -hmm. Like... But the thing, interesting thing though is like with boyfriend he he is number three in the state only because this is his hobby <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't go to a lot of international tournaments like he goes to a lot of tournaments he has a lot of fun he's made a really close friend out of it all and I'm constantly asking him like how are you doing like are you doing well or whatever um, if there's a stream so I can watch him play mm-hmm. if he's not on to it but most, I just, I don't know. I'm like. You're uh, proud I, of him. The weirdest moment for me was when I was in school. It was my last semester. I was talking to one of my classmates. And I was like, oh, yeah, my boyfriend plays Smash. And he's like, oh, cool, I play too. 
I was like, yeah, I think he's like number two. He, he used to be number two, mm-hmm. but he lost a couple times, so he's number three right now. Okay. He doesn't, he doesn't really care. Yeah. But um, he, I was like, oh yeah, I think he's number two in the state right now. And he just stopped, looked at me, and went, your boyfriend's Valor. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> how do you know that? How do you know? He was like, he's so good. Like, I saw him and compete. He's scary. <laughs> and I was like, I am weirded out that you know who my boyfriend is. I hate when things like that. Excuse me. Like, how? Homestead of? Apparently, he sees, because he'll, like, cause he'll go down to the Provo every now and then and do the tournament there. He knew him from the Provo tournament. He'd seen him a couple times and, like, played him a couple times. And I was like, that's so weird to me that you know who my boyfriend is. That's odd. He was, at one point, I remember I was watching the announcers say that he was, he mains three different characters, but his usual main person that he uses is Sonic. Uh-huh. So they say they were saying at one point that he was like the best Sonic overall in a wide range. <laughs> he's beaten a couple couple top world players too. Wow. And as something that he does just for fun. Wow. And he thought so melee is a version of Smash Bros that's much faster, a lot more technical. Okay. Like you it's basically comparing Smash Bros level from you go from bees baseball to World Series baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're still competitive, both technical, both good. But the level... But one's a little bit more serious. Yeah. And... Ugh, my knees. I'm old, I can't have my knees folded forever. <laughs> um, well, I'm going to pee my pants if we don't end soon, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, last thing then. But, so, he would... They, crap, where was I? Technical levels... Oh yeah, Smash. melee. So he was, he was going to get into melee because it's fun, mm-hmm. but he decided not to because it was going to require more time from him than he was willing to put in. Which is really smart. I'm mm-hmm. really glad he recognized that. Because he was like, that. "What I want to do with my life is be a graphic designer. I want to make websites. I don't want to be a professional gamer." And in order to get good enough at Melee for it to be worth a while and actually be, like, fun to play with other people mm-hmm. was to make that his job. Oh. And he was like, this is just fun for me. I don't want to, like, work at it. Yeah. So he stopped doing Melee and went back to Smash Bros. 8. Cool. But, I mean, he, he literally, he plays it all the time, but he's never, like, he makes a, he makes quite a decent amount of money from it. But he's never been like, this is my career path. Yeah, well, and if he's, he's already decided that it's not what he wants, mm-hmm. any extra ma- cash Basically, he makes is like, I mean, okay, he, cool. He makes good money at his job, and then he this is just a little extra bonus that he gets twice a week. <laughs> with an extra, with the monthly, which is like the big one. Yeah. And he usually fun. gets anywhere between second and third. Yeah. Because Spencer is like one of the best players right now. He's, so there's a character um, called Ness. And Spencer goes by Best Ness. He's literally like the best Ness on the planet right now. <laughs> so uh, so he usually wins at tournaments. So whenever John's like, I got first, I'm like, oh, Spencer wasn't there today. <laughs> <laughs> but and then sometimes I'll be like, sometimes he'll beat Spencer, which because Spencer's like, he's cocky in an annoying way, but oh. he also has like, he's cocky in a way that he can back up. Yeah, but he still annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever whenever boyfriend beats him, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get him. Get him. Mm-hmm. Smack that smile off his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Although he does say that he likes to play against boyfriend because boyfriend actually makes him like work for it. Nice. It's not like, oh, I'm going to come to this tournament and win. It's like, I have to play smart. <laughs> yeah. 
Although, from how I was watching Boyfriend play, like, seven years ago to compared to now, he's way more patient. He used to be, like, just charge in head first. Yeah. But he's way more patient now. Well. I can, I can see, although, last comment, but I remember we went to Comic-Con, uh-huh. and they had a Smash booth, and I was watching them play. They were so slow. Like the other players? Like, average players who don't play competitively are turtles. Yeah. If it was startling to me to be like, oh my gosh, why are you all moving so slow? <laughs> like, I can't believe how slow you're all moving. <laughs> and it was like, they were having like a mini tournament in the middle of Comic-Con. Oh, wow. I bet he smashed. So he wasn't there. Oh. But just watching those people, I was like, I am so used to competitive level watching people that this yeah. is like, what is happening? Like, move your character. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well. Yes. I'm going to go pee. <laughs> And we're going to end this because I don't pee on my bed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that was this week's podcast. You can email us your short stories, your comments, and your questions to M. T. Uno. (laughs) My brain got lost. I got to pee, guys. It's K. Uno. (laughs) (laughs) Email us at K as in Kenzie, T as in Taylor, Miss as in Miscellaneous Adventures with an S at gmail.com. We will talk to you next week. All right. Signing off. This is Kenzie. And this is Taylor. Bye, Bye, guys.